Welcome back to another episode of Red Zone Buzz. Today we have our usual hosts, me, Mortimer, Lucas, Max, and Jason with a special guest that would like to introduce himself. What up, boys? My name is Jack. You know, I'm a I'm a real sports better. I'm not like these guys, you know. I've made profit in my years. I am um, G player. Yeah, you know, I might I might be the one that you guys are betting on in the future, but for now. <laughs> I'm the Betty, so uh, let's get to it. Yeah, uh, we're going to start off typically how we usually do, sports betting with Jason. Jason, take us away with those locks of the week. All right, so starting it off, um, this will probably be minus 200, but we're taking Deshaun Watson to over one and a half touchdown passes against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now listen, the Texans probably have the worst run game in the league. They average 86 yards on the ground a game on 3.6 yards per carry. That is bogus awful, all right? Like, that is so bad. Um, and Deshaun Watson's play, I also think his over for yards is a great take as he's um, gone for over 300, 315 yards four of his past five games. Um, and a bunch of those were against really hard opponents. Um, so, you know, I, I think that those are both good takes. But the lock is Deshaun Watson over one and a half touchdown passes against the Bengals. Second lock of the day, um, the exact yardage amount is not yet set. I'm assuming it's going to be around 40 to 45. Um, but that is the Zach Moss over for rushing yards against New England. And again, that prop's not in because that's coming in from Monday Night Football. But Zach Moss over for rushing yards. Um, New England's run defense is just god-awful. Last week, Salvin Ahmed ran loose, like 21 carries. I know he had like 115 yards on the ground, plus – Rita himself had 12 carries, 86 yards. So I think that somebody like Zach Moss, who last time he played them, had 81 rushing yards on top of two touchdowns. I think that he can cover whatever it's set at. Um, so, yeah, um, Derrick Henry. I mean, what else can I say? His rushing yards are set at 108.5. When he's gone for – Give me that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Derrick Henry's it gone – It is disrespectful. Up, he's gone for 130-plus – Rushing yards in four of his last five games. Um, he's gone take for the under, take the under. Nah, he's gone for 145 plus <laughs> in three of his last four. Um, this is going to be a game where he's not going to be rested in the fourth quarter because they're going to be competing the whole game um, against the Green Bay Packers. Um, so I think he's going to get a ton of carries, a ton of volume, um, and I think he'll easily cover this. Um, so the over 108.5 rushing yards for Derrick Henry against green bay again awful run defense um so yeah moving on to the bears versus jaguars game um unfortunately alan robinson is listed as questionable with a hamstring issue um so his player prop um amounts are actually not yet um put out i'm gonna assume um that alan robinson's receptions are set at 5.5 um i think it's pretty fair assumption Receiving yards probably yeah, – It's usually like that. Yeah, receiving yards probably around 75 to 80. Um, but both overs is what I'm taking. Um, A-Rob is like the center of the Bears offense, and I know Monty's been running loose lately. But it, it's still – A-Rob's our guy. He's the superstar on our offense. Um, he, we're going to – if we move the ball, we're going to move the ball around Allen Robinson. Um, so, again, over for, for receptions, over for receiving yards if he plays – um, both good takes against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I'm actually going to have to 
I'm going to have to disagree with that. I think that um, the Jaguars are not going to do what the Jets did and lose or really lose Trevor Lawrence and win a game. I think that this game is going to be over early. And I think that with oh. Allen Robinson nursing that hamstring injury, I think that he'll be rested. And I don't think that he'll hit those overs. Yeah, I agree with Matt. I, I did mention his injury being an issue. Um, but well, I, honestly, honestly, give me the Bears minus four and a half at half. Okay. Put your money on all. It's at it's half? it's at half. After, it's gonna just going to be over so quick. Yeah. All right. The Bears um, are on a third quarter team. It's over before you. There's there's second quarter, fourth quarter team. Even, Jack, even we all know that. Me. You go after me, okay? Jeez, chill, man. This is just I, stating the facts, man. I know, but how we run this? Out there. We go picks to picks from person to person. Um, that's it for my player props, but I got three more picks, two money lines, and then under. Um, I'm looking at the Washington football team money line against the Carolina Panthers. Carolina, again, missing CMC. They're missing Brian Burns on defense. The football teams looked good. Unfortunately, they're starting Dwayne Haskins, so I'm a little bit hesitant to make this. But um, assuming Antonio Gibson's good to go with his turf toe injury, um, he should run loose against Carolina's run defense, which is, again, subpar. Um, so Washington football team money line. Um, and then the Chargers are taking on the Denver Broncos. Their money line's coming in around minus 180, minus 185, depending on your book. Um, and that is just a lock. I mean, the Broncos don't have an offense. Like, just watch their games. You don't know what – like, I don't know what I'm looking at when I watch the Broncos play offense. Um, so, the, the Chargers' money line is just going to be a complete lock. Um, they're actually a really good team. They've competed in almost every single game that they've played. Um, so, so, again, that's going to be a lock. Um, the last take that I have is going to be the under 46 – on FanDuel, it's at a 44-and-a-half um, for the Houston Texans taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the Texans, they got practice squad receivers, all right? They can drive it sometimes, but, man, I don't really know. Um, so, I think maximum Texans score 28 points, even if they do that. Um, it would require the Bengals to score 18 of their own behind Ryan Finley. It's just I don't see a combination of point totals that's really standing out to me. Um, so I think 46 is just way, way, way too high for this Texans Bengals matchup. Um, so yeah, that wraps up the picks moving on to somebody else. So, uh, I have actually a lot of picks, um, this week, um, but they're more, and they're very specific. So first off, let's start off with some spreads and money lines. Um, I think Chiefs are going to cover minus 10.5 against the Falcons. We're talking about a team that has not been doing well all year versus obviously a Super Bowl contending team. Chiefs offense is very good. They're easily they're going to rack up so many points. Um, and I think the minus 10.5 is a very fine uh, spread. Next, the Bears minus 7.5 against the Jaguars. Now, typically that changed um, to minus eight. Also, oh, did it? Okay, so yeah. that, either way, um, but. Yeah, honestly, the the Bears, I wouldn't have picked this, but the Jaguars have a lot of player, key players out tomorrow. Um, I'm pretty sure James Robinson is either out or he's questionable. Isn't their QB also out? Can someone confirm that? James Robinson is inactive, and Mike Lennon will be under center for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars in what is sort of a revenge game for him. Yeah, uh, so I think the Bears – Covering that minus 7.5 is very fair. Set at minus 110 too. Good odds. 
Um, next, Bengals plus seven. Now, personally, I don't understand why uh, like FanDuel and stuff has been favoring the Texans. They're not a good team right now. And um, the Bengals are okay. And I think covering a plus seven spread against a dog team like that is pretty fair at minus 108. Um, next, now people will doubt for this, but Jets money line is so solid at plus 260. It, it's uh, Browns have – it is solid. Don't even – guys, don't even. Don't even. I would rather take the Browns money line and they're taking on the Ravens and those odds are like plus 350, plus 360. Nah, I bro. Take that. I'm taking the Jets, bro. They're, they're, uh, they are a, such a solid team. <laughs> But I, I, I personally team. think they're uh, – No, you just said they're such a solid team. I said team. that sarcastically, bro. Such a solid team. Okay. It better no. be. Um, team. I just think they're going to win tomorrow. We'll see. I'll keep my I'll keep my money where my mouth is. I'll put money on it. Uh, next, Giants plus 9.5 against the Ravens. Um, Giants are a decent team, and the Ravens are doing okay this season. And a spread of plus 9.5 at minus 104 is very fair i think the giants can easily cover that and then the last spread i have is titans plus three against the packers that's gonna be a close thing i do actually think that the titans are going to beat the packers just because the packers run defense against eric henry's um that's a death sentence for the packers so yeah um next we have some player props Mahomes anytime touchdown score plus 250 against the Falcons. I think that's doable. I think he's going to easily run in uh, for one for tomorrow. And I also think that oh, I took that over Tari Kill and Travis Kelsey to score because those are both minus odds now because they're frequently scoring. And Mahomes scores every couple of games. So I think he might score to, um, tomorrow. Next, A Rob anytime touchdown score plus 100 odds. The Jaguars, he's going to get a couple targets in the red zone. And uh, who knows, he might actually catch one in there. Next, anytime touchdown score, Jonathan Taylor at the Steelers, plus 130. Solid running back, great odds, uh, solid bet to land your money on. Now, next, to score two plus touchdowns against the Packers, Derrick Henry, plus 260. This man has been getting multiple touchdowns a game. He's actually unstoppable, and against the Packers' run defense, I think he's going to score twice not three times because that's a little that's a little stretching it, but I think twice is doable from Derrick Henry. Um, next, I don't think Mahomes' yards is at set at an astonishing 324.5 against the Falcons. I, I just think that's too high, and I chose the under on that because that's just actually ridiculous. There's going to be a point when they're just going to run the ball, and he's not going to be able to get that 324 yards. Um Next, um, I think Mahomes is going to get over 15 and a half rushing yards at minus 112. That's doable. He rushes every game at least three or four times, and he'll be able to get past 16 yards. Next, um, Tyreek Hill plus 78 and a half or over 78 and a half receiving yards, minus 112. Tyreek Hill gets a lot of long balls, and he typically catches them and runs even further. And I think he's going to easily get that amount tomorrow. Um, and my final four picks for tomorrow. David Montgomery, over 81.5 rushing yards. That man, David Montgomery, is a top running back in the NFL right now. He's actually – he's, like, turned around his season, honestly. He's getting very good. Top eight, you think, Max? Yeah, top eight. 81.5 yards, so doable, especially against that Jaguars defense. 
Um, next, now next, the Rams against the Seahawks divisional matchup, very competitive. Every time they play, it's very tight. Um, and I'm going to say Russell Wilson gets under his 268.5 passing yards. They, he does, he does well every time they play divisionally, but typically quarterbacks in that division, um, what is it? NFC West. They don't get a lot of passing yards when they play each other within the division. Um, next at the Titans, uh, Titans are going to lock up Devontae Adams tomorrow. He's easily one of the biggest threats um, for them tomorrow. And his yards are set at 90.5. I don't think Devontae Adams is going to get that at minus 112. Question. Can you name a cornerback on the Titans? No, but. Oh, I know one. Desmond King. Adoree Jackson. But Max, you have to realize his yards are set at 90.5, which is pretty high. And like. Devontae has is good, but I think they might even honestly double him. Like they're dude, they're gonna over they're gonna the last, over the last sixteen games. Uh, Devontae Adams has been averaging about hundred and twelve yards against a secondary that has uh, Desmond King, who's good but he's old, and I guess Malcolm Butler, who's probably the most overrated player in NFL history, one, just, one because of, just because of one play. Disagree, no. disagree, disagree, disagree. Malcolm Butler is the number one ranked fantasy quarterback, cornerback. Yeah, Malcolm Butler has been, been having an insane season. He's been decent. Malcolm I, I feel like he's underrated he, because he, of that. In, yes, he is he's definitely underrated. overrated because of it to the point where he is now underrated. Like, yeah. So we like my pick. Is yeah. that what I'm I like your pick. We like oh, yeah, my yeah, pick. we do. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, like yeah, my yeah. pick. And then my Yo, final let me get pick. Some, let me get some picks. Oh, come on yeah, now, man. bro. Well, I have one last pick, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Say it. Ryan Tannehill under 253.5 passing yards. Derrick Henry's gonna demolish the Packers. I sadly I like have to it. say it. He's gonna absolutely shred them tomorrow. And Ryan Tannehill is barely gonna throw the ball. He might throw it at, uh, maybe like um like 200 AJ most. Brown. He's not hitting that 253 mark. They are okay. playing in Lambo, I believe. And in Lambo, it's very cold. Yeah. It's gonna be a ground game. It's going to be Derrick Henry versus the 31st ranked run defense. It's yeah. not going to be Ryan Tannehill throwing against Jair Alexander and yeah. all of these other great Packers cornerbacks. It's going to be Derrick Henry up the gut, two touchdowns. I can see him breaking 200 yards. He is that good. Oh, he's going to – it's it's so – like he's probably going to bed tonight thinking, wow, tomorrow is going to be such a great day. He's going to demolish the Packers. I have – God, that's – Okay. Anyways, now we have Jack with his locks of the. All right, what's up, boys? In the um, Derrick Henry jersey. First time on the yeah, I'm the Derrick Henry jersey, of course. <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna do some ones uh, that you guys have said already that I kind of agree with, and I just kind of like wrote down. So David Montgomery, I like the over on his yards as well, and I like any time touchdown score on him as well, simply because I feel like they they found kind of a scheme on offense, and they can really run that now. And especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars team who really struggled all season, I like it a lot. We got Max out there? All right. You good, Max? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way okay. so I can then, get my fan to the And then I like my the Ryan Tannehill under as well. I like that, what, Matt, what uh, Morty said. I like Derrick Henry touchdown. I think that he could go for five tomorrow. I'm serious. I think Kamara he could break that off of Kamara record. Kamara I think he could break that. I think he could break that. I like the Broncos under 49. 
I like a lot just because of two, like, I think the Broncos defense is actually pretty strong considering the fact that they have Bradley Chubb back the the offensive line, the chargers isn't so strong as well. So I like that um, bears under 47. I think that, that the Jacksonville Jaguars will not score a point. I think that the bears will not get over 47 points. So I like that a lot. I like the Eagles minus three. I think Jalen Hurts has really found a rhythm with that team, especially like late in the fourth quarter. I feel like he's he's done well under pressure, which is really hard for a position like him, especially since he was such a late draft pick. And because he has that that kind of like underrated kind of mindset in him, I think that he'll prove himself. Then I got um, L.A. Rams over 47 and a half. Who are they playing again? Um, they're playing the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. I just – I think I think Robert Woods will go for two touchdowns. I don't, I think this game is is that that's just a lock to me. I think this game will go over sixty, matter of fact. And then uh, lastly, I want the um the did I say the Ryan Tannehill under? Yeah. All right, that's it then. That's all I got. Um, I just want to talk real quick. We barely talk about it, but NFL futures. Um. You know, I'm oh, also also at... also give me Titans over 54. Okay, um, I'm I'm liking the Bengals winning their division at plus twenty thousand odds, boys. Plus twenty thousand. Let's let's ride it. Can the Bengals <laughs> win their division? <laughs> why are they still in? The Bengals are mathematically eliminated. So then why are they on the betting slip? No, they they have to be. There has to be some way then. Oh no, they probably just want your money, Morty. Oh. Well, yeah, okay. Someone that's drunk and just no. Puts it but on. seriously, for futures, um, uh, the Super Bowl right now. Personally, I think it's going to be Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs right now are at plus one seventy five to win Super Bowl. Packers are plus six hundred. If you want to have good odds and yet have want to see a solid Super Bowl contender winning it, I'd say you pick the Packers. At plus six hundred, those are great odds for a team. I, I took them plus two thousand five hundred. When beginning a season, how much? Uh, ten for two fifty, and then I got fifty on the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl at fifty for seven fifty. Well, that's not. Hitting. I'm actually going to disagree with the Packers pick. We haven't really seen them thrive against teams that You're have done well. You're wearing a Bears conference. three games against teams that have are are have done well, Max. And guess what? The bet the, yeah, you're the three ten and one Bengals have won more games <laughs> against teams over five hundred. Okay, the eleven and three division played. winner Green Bay Packers. How many it doesn't matter? Have yeah, that is a fact. Matter. It does matter. No, Sample size when they're talking about statistics. You can't take a statistic from three games and, and say it's going to be like like it's going to stay out. Max, the Packers are like like they're good. Like they do well against good teams too. I don't know Great. what you're talking about. We're having this conversation, bro. We we comparing the Bengals to the Packers, bro. Are we doing this? <laughs> we're talking I'm about saying, a team I'm that has that a losing Packers, record versus a team. I'm saying that we don't. It doesn't matter. I'm saying that we don't know if the Packers can actually rise up and beat a team that is actually yes, good at playing do. the sport of Their football. Their quarterback is a veteran who can 
who can easily fourth quarter, they're down. He can easily come back with the team. They have Aaron Jones, who's insane this season. He was last season too. Devontae Adams is crazy. He's literally peaking right now. It's the peak of his career is averaging, as you said, 110 yards per game. He's going insane. They have Jair Alexander, who's locking up on defense. Like, what, what else? Like, they also have their coaching staff is, like, very good this year. They have been drawing up very good plays that have never been seen before, and they're scoring often. Their red zone percentage is very high. I'm pretty sure it's, like, 34th in the NFL. That's fantastic. Then why are they 1-2 against teams over 500? Bro, they've played three games against them. And, like, who, who, who – they, they lost to the Vikings, who have a – Divisional matchup, Max. Like, that happens all the time within divisional matchups. Yeah, he does have a point. Think about think about the the Lions and the Bears. Think about the Vikings yeah. and the Bears. Think about how crazy that division is. And also, let me just say something. Think about the Raiders. All I know is, I think that the Saints have a run for it. I think that the Rams could potentially make a run for it. I think that the Chiefs. And I think the Bills that the Rams cannot. I think that the, the Rams, Rams can be the two teams out of the AFC. I think the Rams yeah, cannot. Right, the Rams. Because of how embarrassing that loss was. Not a bad how embarrassing that loss was. I'm going to look at their future right now. Okay. That was so goddamn embarrassing. While, while Morty does that, I've been compiling a lay of basically a, a couple of the picks oh, that I've Jesus. looked at from that people have been listing. So I laid Tyree Kill over Plus 1400 for Rams. Nice. I, I parlayed Tyreek Hill over 78 and a half receiving yards. Um, the under 52 and a half, which is an adjusted alternate total, which is minus 300 for Bengals Texans. Derrick Henry over 108.5 rushing yards. Bears minus 7.5. And another take that I really like, Jalen Hurts to score plus 120. Um, and that's against the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I like it a lot. That five Jalen team Hurts. at plus 1,900 odds for 10 for 190. Wait, that. wait that. that's... Wait, Jalen. Wait, are these out on? Are these out on BDB? No, they're just no. on. They're on FanDuel. They're standard odds. Um, nationally. All right, so let's do trust or bust with Lucas Dasko. Lucas, are you ready? All right, yes, trust or bust. Let's go. All right, first player key. He's Yule and Jason are in the championship in our fantasy league. In fact, you have Ryan Tannehill. What are we I talking like about Lucas. for this week? Trust like or bust. I need a huge game from Ryan Tannehill. This is totally unbiased. Trust Ryan Tannehill. Trust Ryan Tannehill. Hear totally me out. Ryan Tannehill is going to get a Hear rushing touchdown. Out. I'm telling you right now. Yes. It's going to be a – it's going to be a – Packers offense is as strong as it has ever been, okay? Lucas, They're going to need – the Titans are going to need to throw to keep up with the Packers offense. They're not going to be able to run Henry the entire game. Sure, they can run Henry to keep Rodgers off the field, but that that's not going to happen the entire game. They're not going to be able to do that. Ryan Tannehill is going to have to pass – they're going to have to score a lot. And, yeah, so Ryan Tannehill, trust. You're saying, okay, all right, all right. So yeah, Lucas asked me to counteract this point with my own, and uh, here's what I got to say. Um, in two of his last five games, Derrick Henry's rumbled for 200-plus yards in the first three and a half quarters of the game. Derrick Henry's going to be playing the full game. Um, Der- fuck, Derrick Henry is going to, like, they're not going to pass the ball. Derrick Henry's going to run it down their fucking throats. Yeah, I, I agree with Jason. Like, like Lucas, Lucas, you have a good, a good history of your Chester bus, I got to say. And, and you're ruined at taking your fantasy player here. All right. Nope, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I, I'm telling you, I'm so, so solid on this. I don't that they're going to pass. The adjustment. By the way, whenever they're in the red zone anyway, 
they don't they don't always give it to Henry. The defense expects that, so they stack the box, and Ryan Tannehill takes it on a read option, or they dump it off to Johnny Smith. I know, and they run a lot they of play action. They need to but, find other but, things to do other than run Henry because but, but, of LaFleur as a coach. We saw him play. Touchdown to Brian McNichols. Right. Like, yeah, McNichols. They're really creative in the red zone. Anyway, all right. Nichols. Or, uh, Morty, move on. All right. Next player, Le'Veon Bell on the Chiefs. Le'Veon Bell is going to be the a Falcons. Big buzz, a big. Maybe on Bell is gonna get hurt in the first five minutes of the game. That man cannot <laughs> run. Did you see him the first play in the Chiefs game? He did like that's the classic Le'Veon Bell, which David Montgomery has now taken over, and he ran to the outside and literally yeah. not a single soul touched him, and he broke his freaking ankle. What are we thinking? But fantasy wise, tomorrow. So he's gonna he's gonna get the majority of the work tomorrow. Um, with Ceh out, he'll definitely he'll definitely get the majority of the work. He's not gonna. They're um, not gonna run the ball tomorrow. Yeah, no, they but, will. They will fourth quarter, I think. Yeah the the Falcons the Falcons um, defensive line is very solid and their their secondary team. is trash. That's why they're yeah. gonna throw the ball. Oh well, yeah, but here's the thing: the game is gonna get out of hand, and then they're just gonna run the ball the rest of yeah. the game to milk the clock. So I yeah, think the lay down bell is a solid pick. They're gonna take for yardage, but I don't know about touchdowns. Yeah, uh, that's true. Lucas, what do we think about Cooper Cup this week? Divisional matchup. What are we thinking? Cooper Cup's gonna be a truss. I think the Rams are gonna be furious after this loss. Um, they're going to come out of the gates throwing a lot. Acres is going to be out. I, it's just the Seahawks defense, like everything is there for Cup, and I think he will deliver. He's Goff's favorite red zone target. So Cubs going to be a truss for sure. Okay. Next player, Tyler Lockett. Buzz. Same game, different. Truss, truss. Buzz, man, buzz. Truss, truss. He's buzzing. big truss. The Rams defense, he's, he's playing the Rams defense. He doesn't get the ball anyway. Yeah, but then though. DK Metcalf, wait, who's going to be on DK Metcalf? Jalen Ramsey? Besides that 50-point yeah, exactly. week. Exactly. Besides that 50-point week, he's the wide receiver 50. And this Rams defense is so much depth. Wait, uh, wait. Did you say yeah. wide receiver 50? You heard that, yes. Besides the 50-point week, since then, he's the wide receiver 50. He's awful. You know what? I'm going to agree with Lucas. He's a buzz, but yeah. do you know who's also a bust? DK Metcalf. Metcalf. When that, when that man duds, he duds bad. And, yep. and the best cornerback in the NFL. I needed him off oh, my team. Whoa. I mean, maybe. I think Jason. Greg Olson no, will score. Hey, Jason, don't even say like Stefan Gilmore because you're just wrong. I, no, I'm not saying it's Stefan Gilmore. Uh, Xavier Howard's having the best season by oh, far. Yeah, Howard I think Kyle so Fuller is having he has pretty like good seven season. interceptions. He's got eight or nine. Now. Jalen Ramsey just plays with so much passion. He, yep. he, he just loves, loves the sport. Too bad passion. I don't think he loves the sport. I just think he loves like like loves like being able to beat the shit out of a guy and not get fined yeah. for it. Yeah, like just just going out and just like. Getting out all his childhood anger. You made a really great point, except ESPN fantasy doesn't count passion as points, you fucking moron. Yeah, yeah. So you Max. Max, you're so dumb. He's one I mean, like, goal, I mean, like a loss, a loss of five yards versus a loss of three yards, and, and, and Jalen Ramsey's throwing down Golden Tate over 
fucking his sister. Like, <laughs> like honestly, Max, like <laughs> in the freaking game. Honorable, honorable mention for corners. Marlon Humphreys having a fucking monster season. So him too. All right, so, Morty, next up. Next I up. think All I right. think he is the most exotic player, but I think he has oh, a chance God. for DOPY. All right. <laughs> All right, next we have uh, David Montgomery. Monty is the truss of the week here on Red Zone Buzz. This is what David Montgomery has going for him right now. All right. He's got the targets. He's got the rush yards. He's got the red zone touches. He has the matchup. What is there not to like about David Montgomery? That was a bad haircut. That's true. He also, he he also scams his fan teeth. pages. He, his teeth are, are too wide. Shut up, Max. Yeah, facts. David Montgomery does scam fan pages, but he is uh, admittedly pretty good at football. He's a bit short, too. There's, uh, I mean, he's a tiny dude. There's a few things. Fast, man. All right, well, obviously, we have our answer for David Montgomery, but now we have now we have the uh... – <laughs> hey, hey, this is my man. He's going for 200 tomorrow. No. Look at that. The milkman. <laughs> Bro, uh, now, we got, now we got a man. Next up, we have a man that's infamous in an elevator. Loves woman, Kareem Hunt. Hey, what are we thinking? Dude, that man's going over. He's man, going. And I'm a trust. I'm a trust. I'm a trust with Kareem Hunt. Trust the- I'm a trust with Kareem Hunt simply because the man has gained over 20 pounds of muscle over the season. And I mean, I mean. Oh, that's it? Bro, so did, James so did James Conner, man, bro. This man, bro. Same with uh, what's Brown. Marquise Brown. Yeah, Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown is Marquise awful. Brown up he, too. Is he is the worst wide receiver one in the entire NFL. I think he would be a wide receiver three on the Bears. No, wide receiver four, matter of fact. That man is Javon Wims. That man is awful. We need to free Riley Ridley. Okay, Just buy Riley him. Ridley. Think, Riley Ridley. We need Kareem to use Hunt. him more for sure. Free him. Hashtag free Ridley. Lucas. Let's finish up the list. Lucas, what do you think about Kareem Hunt? Uh, Kareem Hunt is a truss. With like all the all the Browns wide receivers are out with COVID, so running backs can get more work in the receiving game. So and cr- that's going to come mainly through Kareem Hunt. So I huge truss Kareem Hunt. I think he's going to have a big game. I think he's going to get like fifteen plus carries too. Because um, they're going to run 41 yeah. plays at least. So, yeah. Um, but now this is one of the final parts of the podcast. We've got Max's FanDuel lineup. Max has been doing good recently, but uh, let's hear it. Okay. For those of you who don't know what FanDuel is, basically you choose one quarterback, uh, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense every single week. Um, this isn't your traditional fantasy football. This is more day-to-day fantasy football. So I'm going to have Lucas read out the players and the matchups, and I will give you my reasoning. Okay, first up, Max, we got Mitchell Trubisky versus the Jags, $7,200. Right, that's right. So the Jaguars are about as bad as an opponent you'll get. And frankly, um, Money Mitch Trubisky has been balling out lately. And I don't see why this wouldn't continue against a very bad Jaguars uh, defense. He's also relatively cheap. So that is why I have Trubisky at the helm of my FanDuel team. Not to add that he's literally fighting for his job and his career. He might as well just be a um, 
a a uh, cashier at the local Julosco if he does not win this game. Thank you. All right. All right, moving on. Okay, moving on. We have Giovanni Bernard Max, $6,000. I like this kind of little Jack commentary right after each pick just to like – it just adds something, so let's keep I that do. up. I do as well. uh, Giovanni Bernard, $6,000 versus Houston. Will you please explain this pick, Max? So Joe Mixon is out again, arguably one of the softest players in the NFL. I don't know what he's out with. I think he might be, you know, he's just down bad and doesn't want to play the sport anymore. So that leaves my man Giovanni Bernard alone in the Cincinnati backfield. Uh, we saw what he did against Pittsburgh last week, and the Houston Texans are very, very bad against the run. He's also $6,000, which makes him a bargain for um, FanDuel, and that is why he's on my team. Uh, can't handle the Joe Mixon slander. Zach Taylor is holding him out. Joe Mixon didn't even want to go on IR. He wanted to, was fighting back to come back the next week. Can't tolerate the Joe Mixon slander. It's all Zach Taylor. You know, he dropped a 140-point week against me, and that was the one week he did well. So I will be slandering him. Um, who's my running back, too? David Johnson. Right, believe, next correct? up, for your running back, too, we have the man, the myth, the David Johnson. David Johnson had not done very well in this season until last week. He now uh, does not share the backfield with Duke Johnson, who is out to an injury that I do not know. But he's expected to see a heavy workload, and he, I believe he was relatively cheap, and he's playing um, the Cincinnati Bengals, who've struggled against the run all year. And Once again, I don't see why David Johnson's volume can't lead to success. Okay, let me add a comment on that. Okay, they say, if you're not pretty, don't pick them. David Johnson is one ugly person. <laughs> oh, you're rocking. I mean, that. I mean, like, that's not even the reason. Like, coming off a big win against the Pittsburgh Steelers, their defensive line actually looked pretty good that game. I'm not even going to lie. They looked pretty good. And I think it will carry to this. Very game. bad at football. I think, and I think that David Johnson will be a bust. I'm sorry. I don't like the pick. All right. We'll see. If they have Already pretty, down. don't pick them. Note that, Max. Note that. Save it right, in the chat just like Jason for later. Will do. This next one confuses me because I, I honestly just don't understand. Um, Jamison Crowder, $6,000 against, the, the, against Cleveland? Max. Yeah. What, last what's week, there, Max? the week prior to last, Jamison Crowder had fell off a cliff. We saw him performing at a wide receiver one ability. And until last week, we really hadn't seen that from him. However, he was matched up against Jalen Ramsey, and he saw about eight targets come his way. He did uh, very well last year. And once again, I'm a firm believer in the method that volume leads to success. And against a Browns defense, um, I can see this being a relatively high-scoring game. Actually, as Mortimer said, the Jets could be almost a sleeper pick to uh, cover the spread. So I, I like what Jamison Crowder brings to the table, especially when he's only $6,000. Very solid, very solid. Next up, Max, we have, and this is another one that confuses me, Nicole Hardman against Atlanta, $5,500. Yeah, Nicole Hardman is basically free. $5,500 in the um, you know, realm of FanDuel is really nothing. 
and he also plays the worst-ranked Atlanta Falcons secondary. Now, last week against a very good Saints defense, he got nine targets, and he is primarily a deep threat, and that is really what the Falcons have struggled with all year. And this is why, um, and this is why I think that McCall Hardman can do well and can potentially boom for about a hundred yards and two touchdowns, even if it's on about two receptions, because that's what he usually does. Okay, I'm going to disagree with this one. The Chiefs had like 50-something snaps in that game. They had the ball the the vast majority of the game, and I think that's why Michael Hardman got 10 targets. I don't know how many he caught, but I'm going to say Michael Hardman's I, – I I wouldn't put Michael Hardman there. I, I see why you would with the Falcons. You know, the matchup's good, but I just think the volume was there because of the amount of snaps that the Chiefs got. All right, next up – I like Michael Hardman. I like him as well. Yeah, next up is Brandon Cooks, $7,000 versus Cincinnati. Will Fuller was suspended for his drugs, his drug abuse. I don't know what that was. And when Randall Cobb was put – what was was that? Yeah. It was prescribed drugs that happened to be illegal in the NFL. He didn't know. Yeah. It it is an unfortunate situation. But anyway – that left room for um, Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks to thrive. Now Randall Cobb got um, put on IR, so now it's Kiki Kuti and Brandon Cooks. Nonetheless, Brandon Cooks is still the primary target, as well as getting a lot of red zone targets. We saw this against the Patriots. I believe he was out against the Bears, but nonetheless, I can see that um, I can see for seven thousand dollars, Brandon Cooks being a very, very good pick with a lot of upside. I totally agree with that one. Brandon Cooks with the speed he has on him. I just think – I agree with you. Didn't he play on the um, the Rams last year? He played on the Rams. Uh, he played on the Patriots a few years back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he I was on the really Saints prior to the Rams. I had, I had him on the Rams, and I was for, – for fantasy, which was – I'm pretty sure it was like a waiver pickup or something. But I liked him a lot. And I agree with you a lot on this pick. I think it's a really strong one, to be honest. I think he had – multiple good games even when Randall Cobb was in and overall him being the wide receiver one there now and a definite wide receiver one I think that's a very good pick for the amount of money you got for especially with Will Fuller out the, the volume is even more so there you know so yeah I, I definitely I agree quarterback into Sean Watson yeah exactly all right next up this is this is obviously your money maker right here Travis Kelsey against Atlanta eight thousand eight hundred dollars it's pretty much a no-brainer, but Max, why not? Why'd you why'd you take Kelsey? Well, that's right. Um, Kelsey is a red zone machine. Now I had to pay a lot, and I had to sacrifice a lot of my wide receiver consistency for Travis Kelsey. However, I do believe that it will pay off. Atlanta is once again horrible against the pass. And when you have a quarterback like Mahomes who loves Travis Kelsey in the red zone, we can see Travis Kelsey really putting up what Darren Waller did against the Jets, which would be like a forty-point game. And that is really what I'm hoping for out of him this week. Yep. Next up is David Montgomery against Jacksonville, $7,800. Once again, we touched on this throughout the podcast. Jacksonville's about as bad as a defense as you will face. They are horrible against the run. And David Montgomery in the Chicago Bears offense has been clicking the past few weeks. And once again, against a very bad Jaguars defense, I see no reason why this would change. Yep, totally agree. Um, okay, and finally, is your defense the Houston Texans four thousand eight hundred dollars against the Bengals? 
again, I also had to pay up a little bit for this defense. However, the Houston Texans actually haven't been bad on the defensive side of the ball, especially not against a very, very bad Cincinnati offense led by Ryan Finley. Um, even though they beat the Steelers, that was really part to their defense and not their offense. And I believe that they will hold the uh, Cincinnati Bengals to a low scoring game. I like the team, except for, as you know, David Johnson. I is don't that like the that. whole team. What do you guys think is going to happen with the Bears? I think the Bears. What do you mean? Oh, oh, playoff wise. Yeah, like, do you think they're gonna a? Well, gonna well obviously, we need Green Bay to go far in the playoffs. We need Green Bay to win out in Tennessee, and which I think is likely. And doing that, we we play Green Bay um, week seventeen. In a game where, if they already clinched that 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 uh, that playoff spot, then they're not going to be playing their their Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to be playing Devontae Adams because it doesn't matter. The game doesn't matter to them. Saying that though, the Bears do need to win this game, which I think is likely, and especially with that Cardinals loss today, which is a very 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 big loss because then we were going to have to count on the Rams. I think that the Bears' chances are. Very good. It's just we need we need that Green Bay game to go our way. Knowing the Bears, though, they're going to find a way to lose to Jacksonville this week, and the playoff hopes will be ruined. That is the most Bears thing I've ever heard if, ever. Of course, like the spotlight, the Mitchell Trubisky, the perfect game, the perfect team to play against, and then they blow it. They yep. blow. I'm actually going to disagree, and I'm going to say my Bears are back, baby. And oh, we are going He said it, ladies and gentlemen. He said it. Oh, Boy, am I excited for playoff football. Oh man, we play the Saints, who we probably wouldn't who we probably would have beat if not for Javon Wims deciding to make his uh, boxing debut. And I think that that's actually a pretty good matchup for us. They just lost Quan Alexander. Boy, am I excited to see what Money Mitch MVP brings to the table alongside Allen Robinson, who is fighting yes, for that contract extension. Hey, we should take our Bears at plus 10,000 odds to win the fucking Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Walk of the century. All... I'm gonna have to send this one to. Uh, we should tag NSU Northport and, and have the little segment where he goes, yeah, "My can. bears are back, baby." Ooh. Lucas Keenan Allen was just ruled out. Keenan Allen was just ruled out. <laughs> oh my God, Lucas! Keenan Allen was just ruled out. Oh my god! It's just Jalen Guyton on their bench, bro. Yo, you, oh, you have you have Russell Gage. That's tough. Starting no, Russell actually, Gage. Russell Gage. No, Lucas, you actually just choked. Yo, yo, how did I choke? How did I choke? I was the one that that told Keenan Allen to say, "What the fuck are you saying, bro?" <laughs> hey, Lucas, bro, go just go pick up Jalen Guyton real quick. Hurry, hurry before someone else no, does. I trust Russell Gage. He's had fifteen plus points. I know it was a joke. Mm-hmm. I had Jalen Guyton. Yo, I'm gonna pick up Lavisca Shalon. Okay. Um, okay. I think now. I think we're gonna end this episode. It was a long one. It was a good one. Long. It was yeah, a good one. I like Wait, can I, just, one. can I just do? Can I just do one more? My Bears are back for the for the. fans. Do it for the fans. Ready? My Bears are back, baby. <laughs> Yeah, Max got a little too excited there. 
NFC North reports Bears are back. <laughs> oh my! Oh no! Oh, All right. No. Well, uh, it was a pleasure. So we are. It is. It has been a pleasure to have Jack on. Uh, we are going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. If you stayed to the end, thank you so much. It means a lot. Share this out. Back. Um, so yeah, Bears oh, wait, are can back. I a shout out. One second. Follow Signal Sports on TikTok. Yeah. Follow Red Zone we're Buzz on Instagram. This we're all connected. We're all kind of a community. Follow NFC North Report. We're all community. We all love each other. And thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And everyone have a great weekend.